0: Metu Netur, Volume 2, Anuk Ausar, The Kemetic Initiation System, Chapter 8, The Divine Social Order and the Evil Genius of Set. Are we to believe that men will found nations and plan their social order that, and that God would make the world without a plan for it? How many scholars do you know have seriously concerned themselves with this question? God's plan for the world is indissolubly tied in with the purpose of for the creation of the world. We recall that the essential state of God is one of absolute inactivity and absence of things. The world is the manifested and objective aspect of God. But God just doesn't create the world and watch it from the subjective realm. It enters and lives in it as a conscious dwelling in all things, and the only creature that can serve as a vehicle for the manifestation of its fullness, give it the experience that it is God, is man. The divine plan, therefore, involves the establishment of a social order. That will enable mankind's development through its spiritual infancy and the Shahu stage to the point of complete growth or evolution, the Ausar stage. The social order that Netur intended for mankind is a world in which God manifests itself in the world through. And it's the Ausar man to guide the Ab man, and the functions of administering the institutions that govern and regulate the behavior of the bulk of the population, which is made up of Shahu men. According to the cometic to model, in the well-ordered society, the function of creating the social regulating. Institutions belongs to God acting through the Alsar man. The function of administering these belong to the Ab man and the Shahu man is in charge of the host of utilitarian tasks in the day-to-day activities of living. The fundamental purpose of the social order is the establishment and maintenance of order as the essential condition for the spiritual development of each individual member of society. The major institutions through which the goals of the divine plan can be realized are the religious and educational institutions which operate primarily on the lower on the three lower mental faculties the seventh the subjective power of belief of the eighth sphere they are both open to the influence of these institutions through the heightened receptivity of the ninth sphere faculty the behavior shaping institutions The following diagram shows the relationship of the faculties to each other in regards to the programming of behavior. Man has a faculty for each physical, emotional, and mental. This faculty operates as an automation. We usually refer to this as conditioned reflexes, involuntary actions, etc. This is the animal spirit, the Kaibet, 10th sphere. The animal spirit is programmed through the Shahu spirit spheres 7, 8, and 9. The program used by the Shahu division of the spirit is recorded in the fourth sphere of the ab spirit. As the programs need changing as we go, the fifth sphere of, I'm sorry, as the programs need changing, Changing as we go through the stages of life, there must be an agent of change, since the vehicle of activity is an emergency system that agent relies chiefly on force. The fifth fear of the ab spirit, Herukahuti. The programmer is the will, the violation, i.e., the only part of being that is free. We must appreciate the logic of this arrangement the sixth sphere of Ab spirit. The program aims at establishing man in the likeness of God, who is the architect of the program. God, the aim, and the source of the program is represented by spheres 1, 2, 3, and 0 above the tree. The above diagram shows that the man's vehicle of action, the animal spirit, is programmed through the intellectual and artistic faculties, by the will, using the program residing in the faculty of divine law, Ma'at. The program originates in the higher divine faculties, which embody the objectives to be carried out by man's actions. Any effort to establish a successful behavior-shaping institution or science, psychology, sociology, religion, government, education, etc., must observe the relationship between man's faculties as outlined Any effort to disrupt the proper working of society, obviously for the purpose of oppressing and exploiting people, must remove the controlling influence of the people who have developed their higher faculties. This is achieved, as will be later seen, by the discrediting of spirituality, which is the source and composition of the program for the guidance of mankind and the exaltation of the lower talents." cut off the head and the body must die. Before it dies, though, it will run amuck and cause all kinds of ills. The chief faculties used in the programming of behavior. The Imagination Sphere 7. You must take note of the fact that all of your actions, with the exception of a few gestures, are rehearsed in your imagination. It will prove very instructive to record all of the images that come to you in a given day. You will discover that, one, when confronted with a situation, you visualize your response before enacting it, and two, you spend a great deal of time visualizing how you respond to the recurrence or occurrence of events not yet present, as well as indulging in the pain or pleasure of past and future events, real or imagined. It is thus that you program or reinforce your behavior. You can verify this fact by consistently ignoring those images or doing just the opposite where allowable. After 21 consecutive days of such consistent practice, you will see that you would have a greatly you would have greatly weakened or abolished many of your behavior patterns. The function of the imagination has been known for thousands of years there is even western scientific confirmation and documentation of the success in curing illnesses how to manipulate the imagination of others has been elevated to a science this is art yes it is ironic that western men man should set up a false dichotomy between art and science when art is the science of manipulating behavior through the imagination. So much for Eurocentric scholarship. The two most powerful forms of artistic manipulation is music and drama. The suspense created in drama is no other than the suspended breath. Kumbaka that comes about after we enter trance. This is achieved through the plot. Having made the leading character sympathetic, he or she is taken through a series or even series of ever-increasing conflicts and complication. Along the way, our identification with the sufferings of the protagonist causes us to experience emotions which throw us into trance. The major experience comes at a moment when the protagonist faces what seems to be an inextricable complication. It is the climatic moment, good music flows, the same people principle. It is composed and performed so it so as it induce a mode and lead it to a heightened state, a climax. The same theme is at play in society and the graphic arts. The latter, of course, has resource to subliminal techniques it is important to also take note of the fact that all art functions through the right side of the brain which controls behavior and spirituality. Pervert the art and you pervert the spirituality of the people. Because of this religious organizations have made art in the forms of myths, stories, songs, etc. the chief means of getting their messages across and satans have limited art to a form of gratifying the lower part of being to reinforce its influence over people and to shape them into malleable beings. It is the only way that people can be controlled. The suggestive power of belief. Another major source of problems in people's lives is that the ignorance of the suggestive power of beliefs. Believe that you can do something and It will tend to come true. Believe that you can't and it also tend to come true. The same holds true for things you think must happen the way you think it must happen and so on. Hold on to the belief that you don't have a good memory, that you are a clodhopper, that you will never have a good marriage or a good life, that as a people you cannot come together and you will be right. Believe in the opposite and you will be right. The scientific literature is full of evidence of people's ability to influence their behavior and physiological functions through a belief established by taking in an affirmation into trance. If in trance you affirm that you are drinking alcohol when in fact you are drinking water, You will taste alcohol and become intoxicated. It has been known for thousands of years that affirmative statements become truisms when taken into trance or when expressed in a manner that creates, that excites the imagination rhythmically, cataphonously, serious, sensorial, descriptive, etc. We will see in the Sebek stage of initiation how a set of affirmations based on each sphere of the tree of life interact with each other to act as a system of correct thinking. There is nothing in Western culture that vaguely resembles it. Instead, people are given a host of haphazard, connotated, and contradictory affirmations with which to weave their belief systems. Once you learn to see the power of belief, you will discover how people victimize themselves with their own beliefs. Religion Properly understood in the science of evolving man from his state of spiritual infancy, the Shahu state to his or her perfected state, AUSAR, we must recall that the word science, which comes from the Latin ser, to know, denotes the system of knowing. The scientist is one who is involved in the study and practice of a subject following a set of rules that confirm and certify the fact that knowledge has taken place. Science gives you the ability to know that you know, a requirement that most people in their scholarly pursuits are oblivious to. A major key in science is the fact of experience and experimentation, and of the three types of men, the Alsar man has successfully experienced the goal of evolution and the means to its attainment. When understood, religion is based on certain knowledge and not faith, belief, or mysticism. The followers of the Aosarian religion are not guided by doctrine or dogma, but by the scientific understanding of human behavior and man's relationship to God. In comparison to Shahu man in religious matters, the Ausar man is to be educational systems with the most illustrious PhDs are to primary school children. If you can't imagine school children running universities, then you can understand what's wrong with the many religions today. In some cases they have been created, in most cases they are run by Shahu men. As these are three types of men, there are three fundamental perspectives on religion. As the Ausar man has attained the goal of religious statements, they do not apply to him. His or her life is living embodiment of religion. Religious, religion exists then for the sake of the Ab and Shahu man. They have different roles to play and respond to it in different ways. The ausar man creates religious systems and uses them to develop Ab and Shahu men. The ab man, given his ability to understand an underlying meaning of ideas, has the capacity to assist the ausar man in administering to the religious needs of the shahu man. The shahu man is the chief target of religious instruction. His essential qualities: selfishness, enslavement to the animal part of the being, segregative behavior, and so on make up the bulk of the objectivities addressed by religion each type of man relates to the religious dynamics in their own way the outsider man is religion his or her consciousness is already in the in the in at one with all things she he has already developed the ability to intuit the solution of all life's problems and has the capacity to achieve all objectives that are in harmony with the will of God. These attributes qualify as man for the role of high priest, sage, prophet, and so on. Given the awakened state of the Abman's Ma'at faculty, she, he is receptive to the divine law and the awakened state of the will enables him to live these truths received. These attributes qualify the Abman for the roles of clergy in regards to the Shahu men, given the dormancy of the faculties from the sixth sphere on up, the religious program must appeal to the artistic receptivity of the seventh sphere, the belief functions in the eighth and the trance functions of the ninth. Recall that these are the faculties through which the animal part of the spirit is programmed. In all cases, the presentations must be emotionally stirring given the prominent role of the animal spirit. Thus, he needs the soul-steering sermons and the music-filled revivals and so on. Incidentally, we must not confuse the recitation and drilling of the divine law that is given to the Shahu man with the Mandula, mandala-based model of holistic thinking. Presentation of divine law studied by the Abman While the former is to be memorized and incorporated into the belief system of the shahu man, the latter is to be understood and used as a guide to understanding the interrelationship and interdependencies of things in each other and the whole. It is the prerequisite for morality to flow from within the person. We will see the shahu man needs the external imposition of morality upon his being. Properly understood, For religious process is a program of initiation. It is a developmental process to perfection by the progressive awakening of the mental and spiritual faculties of the individual. We must recall that the making of man in the likeness of God is based on the fact that the man shares in the attributes and faculties of God, same abilities, less power, and less scope of action. The tree of life represents the faculties of man or God personified as deities or angels. The reasons for the personification approach of presentation instead of the customary use of explanation lies in the fact that it makes it possible to focus the information in the right side of the brain, which is the part of that has the capacity to understand. The comedic so-called myths are right side of the brain presentations of the principles of spiritual psychology. Take Freud's id, ego, superego, subconscious, etc. and personify them and use them as characters in a well-unified story and you will turn out masters of Freudian psychology in one year of college education. Of course, in this case, if the characters come to life, they would point out the faults in his system. Not only does the personified approach increase the comprehension of the material it makes the material easier to remember easier to see the relationships between the various factors in man's psychological process and more importantly it is pictorial and sensory appeal components represent the only way to present ideas to the subconscious parts of the spirit directly in charge of affecting man's behavior failing To understand these dynamics, Western man accused Africans of idolatry and polytheism. To be processed by Eru and Shango, the Kemetic and Yoruba personifications of the personal will of man, respectively, to be the state of trance in which the faculty is superlatively dominant at the same time. It is viewed both as human and as divine faculty. Thus, the African, at least with the Ab and Ausar man, is worshipping is interacting with something within his or her being. To the Shahu man, the divine outside and sep- is de- is outside and separate from him. This is in keeping with the dom- domination of her thinking by the a sphere faculty sebek which in character is segregative and unable to perceive beyond the external side of reality. Here ends the reading on page 169, chapter 8, The Divine Social Order and the Evil Genius of Set.